Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell. I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and have been in business since 1994, coming up on 30 years. 30 years of fun. You know, it's really cool to be able to work at something you love and, uh, you know, I hope that for everybody because then it's really not work. You know, I love working out. This morning I got up pretty early like I always do, walked old faithful Hazel and uh, got to the gym to get in a good strength workout before I had a few clients. So I just love it. You know what I mean? So let me thank Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 285 star reviews on Zillow. They're also sponsors of the MaxFit Games, and I think that's really cool how everybody likes to support and help each other. I supported or helped his son when he went to Cooperstown, and, you know, it's just good. You know what I'm saying? When, when we're local businesses, we all support each other, and I think that's really a good thing to do, and they're always great for that anytime we've asked, and that tells me a lot about a business. So that's thegildengroup.com if you are interested and you know what? You better be. So let's talk a little bit about weight loss, weight maintenance, you know, all that good stuff that none of us ever talk about in the fitness industry and clients never talk about. And when people call a gym, it never comes up. And you know, I'm really being sarcastic right now because we talk about it all the time. It's a national obsession. And I sound like a broken record, but it's probably an obsession because uh, we're doing a really horrible job at it in this country and actually worldwide with an obesity rate of 70%. But let's talk about what works. So one of the things that we absolutely know works study after study review after review and my own experience has shown me what really really works is weighing and measuring our food and logging our food there's something about being held accountable whether it be with somebody else or with yourself being able to measure something that you can see that makes us change our behavior and social scientists have pointed that out many many times that if you want to change behavior find a way to help somebody be accountable to somebody else or accountable to themselves we have to be able to measure it we can't go by how we feel not if we really 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 want to be successful so Let's just talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about what some of the studies say, talk about why it works. So we've known this for a really long time, but recent research has even made this problem even greater than it really is, meaning, um, or what we thought it was, I should say. When I was studying nutrition, weight loss, and all that in school, the figures we used was 30%. What I'm referring to is people would underestimate how much they ate by 30%. That was on, you know, their own belief systems of what they're eating. 30% is what we used. So that's still significant, right? 
So like if you're say told somebody you're eating thousand calories a day, just if we use the 30% alone, you know, now we're looking at closer to 1100 just doing that mouth. Doesn't sound like a lot, but when it's more calories than that, obviously 30% increases that value even more. But now they're finding that the estimate might be closer to 100% deviation from what people think to what they actually consume. That means double. That is huge. So if somebody says, I'm eating a thousand calories a day, which absolutely is a weight loss number for almost anybody that's a low kilo calorie diet, they're eating closer to 2000. And guess what? I believe it. I see it all the time. And that's why our own rating systems of what we think we're eating really doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. But I can tell you from a health and fitness professional that people, for some reason, fight you every step of the way. And one of the first things we always hear is, I already know what I'm eating and I know pretty much how much. Now, well, we've always known that they're off, but now we just look at you even more like, now, nah, dude, or dudette, you are way, way off. Hear it all the time. So, all right, so the first thing I want you to do is log your food. Now, you know, everybody listening to this, remember, this isn't personal. I have no idea if anybody who I've worked with before on these things, who has resisted it, is listening to the podcast. I really don't know. It doesn't matter because it happens all the time. So please, if you're listening to this, go, oh, I did that to him. He's probably talking about me. Sorry, I wouldn't have remembered, even if it was. I work with a lot, a lot of people. So I just know it's very common. But oftentimes I'll say, look, my first thing I need you to do is log your food. But a lot of people don't want that. They just want to be told what to do. But that doesn't really, really work. It doesn't work long term. Sure, I or others can give you tips. They can give you suggestions. But we, you have to like eat less of what you currently eat and make slight deviations from there. We know that works. That's why I always start with log your food. Now in the old days, it would be harder. You'd have to write it down, and I would literally in the old days do the math for you. You would bring in a three-day diet diary, and I would add everything up, and we'd go over it. Now, it is so freaking simple. All you have to do is put it into a MyFitnessPal. And most of these apps are free. You don't even have to get the advanced premiums that are still cheap, comparatively speaking to, say, a Frappuccino at Starbucks, right? Three Frappuccinos, you just bought premium. So come on, is it really that much? But most of them are free. But people don't wanna do it. What they'll say to me is exactly what I already said. I know what I'm eating, let me tell you. And I'll sit there and go, okay. So you really think I just wanna sit here and listen to 10 minutes of you kind of remembering what you eat. You know, why is it when people come for help that then they want to take over the help process. That doesn't work. A food log works, but people resist you. And that's what they say. I know what I eat, and some of them will try to bore you with what they eat instead of quantitatively putting it down for you like you asked. 
so you can crunch the numbers. All right, so for those of you that think you know what you eat without logging, you're wrong. You're anywhere from 30 to 100% off on your estimation. And that is a lot of food. Now, another interesting tidbit came up just on peanut butter alone. In a little mini study that was pretty cool, people overestimate their serving of peanut butter by five times. Five times. So when people say, oh, I put a little peanut butter in my shake, okay? Usually it is five times the amount of what they think they're putting in there. So one tablespoon of peanut butter is 90 calories. One tablespoon. If you have a tablespoon at home, fill it up with peanut butter, nothing hanging over the top. You gotta wipe off this side and make it flush to the peanut butter to the tablespoon. And you will see just how a little bit of peanut butter that is. Now I know for sure people are putting in at least three to four of those in their shakes because they grab one of those big old, you know, spoons that we all eat cereal with or whatever, you know, and it's hanging over the side and they might go two of that. That's really four, the very least. This is just peanut butter. Like I use it as an example because it's a common example. How about nuts? Do you realize that 11 almonds is 180 calories? 11. People say, oh, a handful of almonds. Yeah, if they're not doubled up in your hand, 11 if there's single almond to single flesh of your hand, that's it. It's a serving. But people grab a handful and think, oh, it's a handful of almonds. No, 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 no. Not a fistful. It's supposed to be a palmful. In other words, 11 is 180 calories. People say, oh, you know, I munch on a handful of nuts in between meals. Okay. You're probably taking in, I would guess, 500 to 1,000 calories by those little handful grabs, depending on how many times you do it per day. Whole point is, we all do it. And we are biologically geared to eat calorically dense foods because regardless of what we like to think, we have evolved from creatures that needed to make sure there was enough food for us to live on. So we are definitely, definitely attracted to calorically dense foods, meaning foods that are thick in calories, heavy in calories, and not very much volume of food, all right? So for example, a pound of lettuce, just a pound of lettuce is less than 60 calories, a whole pound. A pound of olive oil is 10,000 calories, all right? That's what I mean by density. You're gonna be far more likely to be gravitating towards the calorically dense foods because, you know, when we needed to, we needed to make sure we got our calories or we would die. Now that's not the case. Now we have them in our cabinets, we have them in our refrigerators, we have them on our cupboards, we have them at McDonald's, we have them at Wawa, we have them at 7-Eleven. There is no scarcity of calories, but we still, it presented with a calorically dense food, which are typically defined as foods that are high in fat, high in sugar, high in salt. We will eat more than we need to because our body wants to, okay? So, one final thing on this. A lot of people say to me, well, it's not normal to count calories. It's not normal to track calories. You know, we don't do that as a species normally. It's like, okay, I'll buy that. And you know what? 
it's also not normal to be in good shape. It's also not normal to maintain your weight for 40 years. It's also not normal to be thin. In other words, I told you the statistics when we started. 70% of America is overweight or obese. So do you really want to be normal? Because that's normal. That's normal. Normal in this country is overweight or obese, right? Only 30% of the people are of a normal, healthy body weight. And even less than that, maintain it for more than 10 years. So do you want to be normal or do you want to be healthy? Because if you want to be healthy, it's going to take some sacrifice on your part, which means forget normal. What the hell does normal even mean? The bottom line is, call it like it is here, you just don't want to do it. It's work. You just don't want to have to do what it takes to control your calories. You want to do what you want to do. And that's all well and good until it isn't. Until finally one day you wake up and you go, I am so sick and tired of being overweight, being unhealthy, having high blood sugar, having hypertension, having my doctors get on me about my labs, which is all that happens. It happens all the time whenever we're not of a healthy body weight. So if you don't want that to be your experience, it's gonna take work. And it's gonna take work in regards to logging, measuring, and then adjusting to it. And that's really all you have to do because once you see it, you might go, oh, I guess I eat a lot more than I thought. Yeah, yeah, you do. Because nobody just mysteriously gains weight like they think they do. You know, I know you might think you do. We always have that person who thinks it's them. They tell me, I really, I only eat 900 to 1,000 calories a day, but I keep gaining weight. No, no, no. It's not happening. I'm sorry. Somebody might tell you that's true, you know, but it's really, really, really not happening. You're eating more than you think that you're eating, and maybe you don't want to change because it does take work, a little bit of work. But, you know, when people are getting on their social media accounts in the evening and they're scrolling through Instagram to see these, you know, perfect people and all this kind of stuff, we all do it. I'm not judging. My point is, it would take the same amount of time, you're already on your phone, to open up your MyFitnessPal or whatever app you have and log your food. That's it. Like, it's really not that hard. I promise you, when I was in college, we did it by hand. And because I was a student, of course, at this time, we had to do a lot by hand. So every day we were analyzing people's diets by hand, meaning we wrote down the diary, we took another student's diary, we went to the index in the book, and we looked up everybody's foods, we wrote it out, and then we did the math ourselves, we figured out the calories, figured out the grams, blah, 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 figured out the percentages. That took work. You know, maybe 30 minutes to analyze the diet. Maybe if you're fast at it, it took only 30. I don't remember. I just know it was work. But it was so eye-opening even then because people are like, I don't eat that much. And then, you know, they don't realize like one slice of pizza, if there's nothing else on it but cheese, is 300 to 350 calories. Just one. It's the last time you ate one slice of pizza, right? I'm not talking New York slice of pizza. I'm talking about just a normal one-eighth slice of pizza that you'll get here locally. New York slice of pizza, you know, where you buy the single slices on the street, that's 700. 
a soft pretzel, 700. With nothing else on it but salt, 700. That's a ton of bread. Nothing wrong with bread. Not trying to say there is. Just pointing out how many more calories are in foods that you're not aware of. Frappuccinos, 550 to 600. Lattes, 250 to 300. It's loaded. It's calorically dense. But if you log it, you'll see that. And most likely, according to social scientists, you'll change your behavior just based on seeing it. If you can measure it, you can change it. All right? Do you need your garage doors measured? Do you need a new garage door? Because if you do, you need to check out Daytona Beach's own overhead door company. Zach and Jeff Hawk own it. Jeff is the daddy. Zach is the son. They do a phenomenal job. Great partnership. Great customer service. The best garage doors around, period. If you need help, if you need any assistance, check them out at overheaddoordaytona.com.